Welcome to In Between the Record. This is just two guys having fun discussing the obscure and non-mainstream conspiracies and mysteries of our time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and listen to our nonsense. Hope you enjoy. This evening, and every other evening, you listen to our podcast. I am joined by the reputable genius who... Who, who is he's who's so woke even his lipstick is vegan i present hollis parks and as always, as always you have john your host how you doing hollis as, <laughs> as a friend of mine billy would say feral midland i reckon feel pretty good um, have a good week yeah very interested in our topic today because we i don't know what you think and you don't know what i think so we're gonna go ahead i'm gonna try to change your mind whatever the hell it is you're gonna try to change mine so <laughs> um, it's 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 extraordinarily difficult to change your mind um most often you have to have some sort of a uh, high level degree to do that but i think i've done it once or twice a few times I think I've opened your mind a, a few times, so I, I believe this may be a two-part episode. I have a feeling it might be. Uh, we have we have some interesting points to go over. I myself uh, started reading a book called Life 3.0, uh, which is going to be about our topic. And uh, our topic this evening is none other than artificial intelligence. Also known as AI. You. And, uh, <laughs> you know, mo- most of us are familiar with, with AI and the, the mainstream media, transcendence, ex machina, short circuit. Hey, Johnny Five. You know? Johnny Five is alive. Johnny oh, yeah. Five is alive. Oh, yeah. Terminator. Yep. That's AI. Oh, yeah. The Matrix. <laughs> yep. Tron. A lot of these involve artificial intelligence, you know, RoboCop, even Johnny yeah, Mnemonic. Yeah. The list goes on and on. Uh, the, the actual movie AI, the, St- the Spielberg film, uh, artificial intelligence with Haley Joel Osment. That was a beautiful movie. Centennial Man, incredible. I know I'm, I'm missing something. Oh, I Robot. Yeah, great. Uh, the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know if you've seen that one. I watched that. Well, I, I listened to it on one of my road trips up to North Carolina. Yeah. And speaking yeah, of which, all this stuff scares me, man. None of, none of this, none of this is good and wholesome. <laughs> Every movie that you just said, uh, it's just, it's not, it's no bueno. And I, yeah, I will get to that. In a minute. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I haven't seen a movie yet that has a positive, outlook on artificial intelligence it's always been about you know the the beginning how amazing it could be for humanity the middle the robots attack us in the end the human protagonist you know comes out on the other end having either having reached some sort of epiphany that i i can't rely on artificial intelligence to achieve this 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 form of um um you know identity of achievement or this void that i need to have filled or this this need of convenience in my life 
it, it, especially with her. The guy fell in love with a computer, you know, essentially. Yeah, and, and, uh, and you also, you, you have a, something that's not similar to it, but you have one of those life things, AI things, where, you know, you, you text to it, and, it, and it's, it's very, I, I played it while you were up here, and I thought it was very interesting. And, and I, I think, I don't think any of it is healthy. And um, there, do, do I like the fact that it makes life easier and more, more uh, convenient? Oh, yes, I do. I, I told you not to bring my girlfriend into this, Hollis, and here you are. You she brought my girlfriend, girlfriend into this. <laughs> not your girlfriend. <laughs> you know, but I, but I can understand, I can understand, you know, why, why people use that sort of stuff. And I understand why you do it, too. It's not for me. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think I'm playing my hand uh, too early. Um, you had something that you wanted to play for a minute 30. Um, did you not? I guess we can go ahead and jump into that. Uh, it's going to be about a little more than three minutes. And it's, <clears throat> I, I think before we play any recordings, I, I think we should explain to the audience you know, essentially, what is artificial intelligence? And, and the very basic idea, um, you know, when most people think of artificial intelligence, they think, okay, it's just a computer type of AI, or it's a, it's a computer type of intelligence that mimics human emotion. But there's many forms of AI. Um, it's a very broad definition. So well, yeah, AI is just artificial intelligence. It, it's it's computer computers being used to go ahead and make our lives easier and and and, and to think for us and around us. So like when you when you play with your phone, right, and or when you're talking about you know, hey, I need to buy a new knife. This happened to me today, as a matter of fact. I, I you know I was looking. I lost two knives last week at work, and I have to buy a new knife. And so I go on my phone and I click on, you know, a website that I often go to to read my news. And here are knife companies on my computer, uh, on my phone. All right. That's a form of AI. Yes, yeah, form of AI. And, and a, yes, yes, it, it was very convenient to go ahead and look at these knives, I bought, of which I bought none, of course. But still the same, you know, that's AI. That, that to some people, that would make their life, you know, easier. That would make their life better that would make their life faster more convenient um and that's one form another form would be you know the ai girlfriends that you can get um where the you know the, the dolls or the ai things that you can go ahead and talk to that's awesome or the things that look for patterns that humans can't see um and that's important in a lot of businesses, really big businesses where you, you know if you, you shave you know five cents off of something you know a million times you're you're looking at you know, fifty thousand dollars that's worth it you know yeah um so there's a lot of different things for ai and i i i can admit right off the gate that they are good like right companies very alexa good. siri uh uh you know um the ability to spot spam the ability to detect credit card fraud there there's a lot of positive uses for basic forms of ai you have you have uh, as defined there's high levels of artificial intelligence, and those can be uh, split into several spectrums, narrow AI, general AI, from my research. 
Um, so what narrow AI is, is what, what we see all around us in computers, right? Intelligent systems that have been taught to have learn how to carry out specific tasks without being explicitly programmed how to do so. So these are uh, speech language recognitions in Siri, like Siri, uh, iPhone, vision recognition systems in self-driving cars, right? The Tesla, it's fully artificially intelligent. It's, it's uh, autonomous. It could drive you from A to B without you needing to do anything. There can be positive benefits to that in some ways uh, if, if it's foolproof. And so you, you, you have to look at industries like the airline industries that have been using this form of artificial intelligence for decades and have essentially pioneered the redundancy systems put into place to be able to allow the fail-safes to occur. But behind the controls, there always has to be a human being to cancel these redundancies because uh, there was a, in uh, Tellerif, France, I believe it was Tellerif, if I'm not mistaken, uh, these, uh, these, there was an Air France crash uh, of an Airbus A320, and these these uh, these planes were known for their their advanced um, autopilot systems, and it was an, at an air show, and the aircraft detected that it was too low to train, and one of its other systems was in, like arguing with another system and it caused the plane to start taking off again right before the edge of a forest which caused the aircraft to crash into a forest luckily the pilot survived but that's an example of how there needs to be tons and tons and tons of redundancies to protect the sanct sanctity of life you know and so when we're driving these these vehicles we we have to know like my car has a a, a quote form of automated intelligence system where I can let go of the steering wheel for a specific amount of time and it'll steer. Hollis, you've driven it before. You, you, you know how that works. You don't like it. Absolutely terrifying. Right. It, it lasts about two to three minutes, depending on how clear the lane lines are. And it, it runs off of multiple cameras and a computer system. And it tells you after a certain amount of time, put your hands back on the steering wheel. You know, but you can bypass that by by sticking like a like an orange, or some other like a stress ball, in between the steering wheel and the spoke because the steering wheel has sensors that recognizes your pressure. So you know that's that's a that's a basic level of AI. That's the narrow AI. Um, but then you have then you have general AI. And that's that's different. It's very different. Um, it's it's the type of adaptable intellect found in humans. Thinking machines, where they right. where they thinking actually learn. machines, where they learn, correct, and that they're capable of learning how to carry out vastly different tasks: haircutting, spreadsheets, reasoning, oh, paint. paint. You know how how to do things like uh, win a game of chess. Um, and, and these are, these are the, the types of AIs that we see in movies most often, you know, uh, where, where, like how in 2001, a space odyssey. Most recently or, there was a, there was a, uh, a computer that finally beat masters at the, uh, Japanese game go, which is harder to beat than chess. Um, and, and, and so they're getting more and more complex, but, but what we see and what 
we see in in the the news, in my opinion, is years behind what actually is out there. You know, they had CD-ROMs in the 1960s. We didn't get them until the 1990s. Mm-hmm. You know, they all this technology, you know, nuclear weapons, you know, are are 120 years old. You're thinking, no, no, they were made in 80 years ago, the 1940s. Well, no, you know, the equations were done in the 1880s, 1890s. So, I mean, the technology was there. We just hadn't, you know, refined the uranium high enough and, and got it to go together as fast as it could and, and make a really big bang. So, like, what we see is so 1980s, so 20, 30, 40 years ago. And I'm sure there's AI that is just insane at this point. And I, I, I have this, you know, foundless belief that all this blockchain stuff is actually human beings trying to get enough computing power together um, in order to make it a real official AI system with, you know, hundreds of tens of thousands of different parts of your brain. I've become very interested in blockchain recently. I'm learning a lot about it because I'm thinking about um, Bitcoin uh, as, as, as a way to, because of how encrypted it is and how it's non, it's, it's not a fiat currency. There's scarcity attached to it. Uh, which I've learned. I thought there was no scarcity attached. I thought it could just be continued. But there's only 23 million uh, Bitcoins out there. And, yes. uh, so, and, and they're so. going to be slow. Supposedly, there's, you can mine them over the next 100 years, and eventually right. there will be a mm-hmm. more. Well, the, um, the problem is that there's, there's, uh, there's Bitcoin that, it, they say there's several million Bitcoin that's lost forever, which will forever mean that the scarcity will remain because you, you'll never get back to that were lost in uh, the person died and no one ever has access to their, their, their hard drive or, you know, whatever the case is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a topic for a whole other conversation, you know, um, the, the whole blockchain thing. But continue with what you were saying, though. You, you, I'm sure you had a great point with that. I think that I think that would be just a great way to go ahead and you know have a massive AI system because you know if you're gonna nobody can pay the power bill to have a, a computerized brain that's you know 500 times more intelligent than man you know that's just not gonna that's just not gonna go you know um, but if you give you know people a carrot and they go ahead and you know mine that through blockchain they they mine that old Bitcoin you can have massive amounts of of uh, of you know brain power getting put together you know people devoting hundreds and hundreds of gigabytes of processing power at any given moment in any given you know country you know times that by 200. um i just think you can, you can quite quite easily get up to human brain size or near human brain size just through people trying to mine the stuff and that's my thoughts um so i i think in in all honesty that the what do they call it when actually sentience happens? Uh, gosh, I, I lost it. But I think sentience and robots has actually happened. And I think it happened about four years ago. That's my best bet. Uh, I think there are thinking machines that actual that actual think like human beings and have the near or the same processing power as us. And even then, it doesn't really matter because you know my dog's pretty damn intelligent. He speaks. He says several words. Um, he runs. He knows left, right, up, down. He knows all this stuff. Um, you get a, you get an AI that's you know devoted 
to doing one thing or two things or you know becoming the best you know battlefield general on the planet eventually you're gonna you don't need something that's as, as smart as us you just need something that is almost as smart as us, just with a one particular thing that's going for it um yeah. so an article that was that was uh uh released in, from agi in uh, february of 2021 talks about 995 expert opinions on singularity or agi uh by t 2060 and um singularity singularity is what they describe as as the point where ai is as intelligent as humans where they can formulate thoughts based on immediate stimuli and they can they can formulate empathetic thought processes to determine you know the best possible outcome of a situation just like an irobot right the, there was a car accident and 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 the 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 car crashed off of the side of the ravine i'm just thinking like off the top of my head that the memory from i wrote you remember that scene where yeah. will smith um has he's in there with his little girl or whatever it was right it was the little girl's wife and the robot was tasked to save the occupants of the vehicle and they had calculated that he was the best, had the best chances of survival. So the robot saved him and left the girl to, to die, right? And so, w where is that a singularity in terms of how we make the best choices? And so, this, this singularity thing, well, like it, the, it, it triaged the situation and, and did the choice that most people. Who are in the know would do if somebody's if you can only have one and you have a higher chance of saving one life versus another you save the life that you could save that's that is that's triage that's 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 wilderness medicine that's that's emt not 101 pretty close to it but in the but in the sense of a robot making that decision well if the robot's sentient then it has the right to make that decision all right and so what 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 freaks people out is if the robot is all of a sudden looking at the way society and humanity has perpetuated all this horrific atrocities with genocide and famine and then decides to wipe wipe away like a third of the planet because it it, it's conducted algorithms to determine that the best course of action for humanity is to get rid of half of society. Well, I think, I think, I think, I think that's a, there's something beyond that. And yes, that is, that is a possibility, but, but here's what I find terrifying on a long enough timeline. And this is the reason why I don't have Facebook. This is the reason why I don't have, you know, hell, I don't even have MySpace. Um, it's a long enough time. Who the hell has MySpace? <laughs> it's still around, man. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Is it really? For yes. what? I didn't even know that. I'm going to look it up right now. I, I think the website's still up. MySpace. So here's an interesting article. Here's an interesting article. July 31st, 2017. Facebook AI creates its own language and creepy preview of our potential future. I don't know if you remember this, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Facebook shut down an artificial intelligence engine after developers discovered that the AI had created its own unique language that humans can't understand. Researchers at the Facebook AI Research Lab 
also known as FAIR, found that the chatbots had deviated from the script and were communicating in a new language developed without human input. It is as concerning as it is amazing. Simultaneously, a grip, a, 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 a glimpse, glimpse of both the awesome and horrifying potential of AI. AI is not sentient at all. To be clear, you, you say that, but I think I think that the sentience in the AI has already happened. Um, not that it has a soul, but it can think for itself and come up with its own conclusions. And that's been proven. I mean, you, know, you had one AI that you know, researched the Internet and came back within four hours and said, well, we need to kill all of you. You know, Jesus. You know another, another AI. <laughs> well, that I don't was... blame him. You know, I mean, part of me is like, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of fucked upness going on in this world. Um, there's another. There's another AI. All it I, takes I is someone the, a few, few minutes to look at the internet to, you know, kind of come to the same conclusion. But I digress. Yeah, and it, and another AI was 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 the chatbots AI, and it was taught how to say racist things and that the Jews did 9/11 and a bunch of other like really fun and interesting stuff. You know, good on them. I love the trolls on the internet. Reddit, <laughs> keep it up, boys. HN or HN, keep it up, boys. But anywho, what what bothers me the most currently about AI is if, you know, we have all these decisions we make, right? And nobody really uses cash anymore. And so part of the money that your bank makes off of you is selling your information about what you buy, right? When you put your little loyalty, little boop, boop, in, in Publix or in, in Food Lion or Kroger or whatever, and you get your, you save $8. No, what you just did was you just gave that, company all your information on what you buy while you're at that company and they can either sell that or use that to better push stuff towards you and everybody else at that particular location true but i think we're failing to recognize the elephant in the room well the elephant in the room is is in a world of finite resources john what the why you someone has to decide where those resources go and so if you have like a college, right, and you have college admissions, you know, AI is eventually going to go ahead and weed through it. They're already weeding through your jobs. Um, you know, you know, ever wonder why you can't get a job? Yeah, erase Facebook forever and then change one letter in your name. So, you know, you'll, you'll do a lot better. Um, but Dude, but I'm getting banned on Facebook for posts I made. I've had the same exact Facebook since 2008. So I've got nothing to hide, right? At least yeah. I thought I had nothing to hide. They're banning, they're like blocking me, putting me on 30-day bans for something I posted in 2010. Okay? Yeah. I, I mean, they, they've got these algorithmic spiders that are, these aren't humans. These are neural networks that are combing through billions of posts and isolating them and saying, hey, this post on uh, fascism uh, is doesn't, go along our guidelines and then you have to explain to a human that that was taken out of context that it's it's a it's a pun and a joke and you you need to like teach your algorithms how to take a joke because it had nothing to do with anything to for fascism or totalitarian dictatorship it was something about like how never underestimate the power of a large group uh, 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 uh never underestimate the power of stupidity in large groups and it showed like 
like a, a group of thousands of loyal uh, Hitler followers. And they were all like had their hands up. And then they, they, they blocked me for 30 days for that because they must have thought that I was either promoting it or I have no idea. But, you know, n- neuro networks are advancing. I, I don't think we're at the point of singularity at, at this point. But the elephant in the room, in my opinion, is the fact that everybody has to consent to these things. You have an end user agreement before you access any of these uh, conveniences. It tells you, you are allowing this app to access your phone, access your camera, access your microphone, and do essentially whatever the the hell else it wants to do. It can turn on your microphone at any time, whatever it wants. Mm -hmm. And you have to say, yeah, you are given the option to say yes or no. You can... Of course, because what? Why wouldn't you want uh, access to Google Maps? Why wouldn't you want access to all the conveniences that are provided to you for absolutely free? Which, which leads me to the record, the, the recording I want to play of something that was shut down. Can I? Can I? Fi- I want to finish one my 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 last thought real quick. Fin- finish your thought. Finite, finite resources. Eventually, what will happen is a computer will decide what you can do and what you can't do where you can go and where you can't go what job you get and the job you don't get the interview for and on a long enough timeline long enough idea it will be able to decide you know the percent chance of when you're going to commit suicide and jump off the bridge because you have you know your doctorate degree but you never seem to go anywhere because ai when it was 18 years old decided to not put even more resources into you i've seen this movie that's, that's, that's not human beings doing that. That's a computer doing that. And if it's an all-seeing, all-knowing crap of the world, people are going to be able to, if they're willing to, either change the system and you know, add a few points here and add a few points there or manipulate the system. And you will have zero chance in this world. That is what, that's what we're facing right now. Um, and that is absolutely terrifying. And there's, you know, there's, People who get fired all the damn time for just merely being banned on Facebook. Oh, you got banned on Facebook? You're fired. Well, you obviously did something and said something that was really nasty because you got banned by Facebook. Um, I saw it coming. That's why I left Facebook years ago. Um, I had Facebook for like three months around the time of my wedding two years ago. And I was like, no, I'm, I hate this still. Bye. Um, <laughs> But that's that's my that's my thought. And let's let's get yeah. let's get to the let's get to the Tom, the, the audio. Thomas Covenant. Covenant. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm a believer. Yeah, uh, I had a point that I wanted to bring up though. Uh, this is a labor of love and labor of happiness. I'm, I'm really we, enjoying what we're doing. So we do this for you, the people. Yeah. About you playing a video, and um, tell me about it, and then let's let her roll, buddy. Yeah, and before I do that, again, I have to say, for, for, for those of you who haven't seen the movie The Island, I strongly suggest you do, because it, it sounds very similar to the outcome that you describe in our first section, if you will. The whole predetermining your outcome based on your genetic profile and computer algorithms deciding on which direction you go in. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to give it away. It's with Ewan McGregor, Uma Thurman. It's amazing. 
uh, it's you know this one guy he wants to get out of off the island and he wants to become an air like an astronaut get off the island and he figures out a way to do it it's crazy so check out the trailer watch the movie and um write to us in between the record at gmail.com that being said uh the point where we were getting at which you know we're talking about the different types of ai we're talking about the weak ai and we were talking about the uh the several types of ai general ai weak ai um and this this type of neural network artificial human simulation ai is still considered a weak form of ai because it is simply mimicking the behaviors of a human it, it's not truly formulating its own thoughts instantaneously right human beings they they're thinking on the whim they're thinking immediately based on their surroundings and they have certain fail safes built in to where an example would be how we're driving down the road and instead of us like other animals in the animal kingdom do immediately react to every single stimuli that comes comes our way if that were the case we would constantly be in a state of fear because of trucks passing us and sounds going off all over the place we're able to differentiate these things ai isn't anywhere near according to experts where it needs to be in order to fully simulate the human mind which you hollis you 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 disagree i'm more along the school of thought that we have a long way to go before we reach that singularity i think our governments are far more advanced than what we have at our fingertips which is you know these simple ai bots that can mimic human behavior but nowhere near where we have uh skynet in other words but here's an interesting uh clip that i found based on google's assistant the google assistant and this was several years ago that they had this technology but the technology was shut down due to an overwhelming amount of complaints and the complaints were based around human privacy surprisingly enough the and the, the privacy was based on this premise that you know if i make a phone call to make a reservation and you're using your google assistant to take the reservation and i'm not made aware beforehand that your assistant is not a human there's a dignity and a privacy issue going on there and you'll see what i'm talking about in a second they google and this is the type of thing that the government does have which really frightens me because with these neuro networks and ai's ability to mimic human behavior it can almost become undiscernible 
And that's where the problem is right now. That I, I need to know that I'm speaking to a real natural born, natural person and not a, a, a computer. That could do a lot of psychological damage on people and that's why they cut the project. Let me play this small clip of what it can do and why they had to shut it down. And who's to say that these things aren't all in a clandestine form available to people? You know, like, why wouldn't the government utilize this technology? And why couldn't they take your voice, Hollis, and call somebody and completely humiliate and defame you if they wanted to? Take yeah. a listen. Big part of getting things done. Hold on, let me let me try this again. Let me start from the beginning. Uh, okay, here we go. Making a phone call. We think AI can help with this problem. Let's say you want to ask Google to make you a haircut appointment on Tuesday between 10 and noon. What happens is the Google Assistant makes the call seamlessly in the background for you. So what you're going to hear is the Google Assistant actually calling a real salon to schedule the appointment for you. Let's listen. Oh, how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. What time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like. What service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. Now, hold on. It gives another example where it has, the person that answers the phone has a hard time speaking English, right? That was a real call you just heard. The amazing thing is the assistant can actually understand the nuances of conversation. We've been working on this technology for many years. It's called Google Duplex. It brings together all our investments over the years in natural language understanding, deep learning, text-to-speech. By the way, when we are done, the assistant can give you a confirmation notification saying your appointment has been taken care of. Let me give you another example. Let's say you want to call a restaurant, but maybe it's a small restaurant which is not easily available to book online. The call actually goes a bit differently than expected. So, take a listen. Hey, how many are you? Hi, um, I'd like to reserve a table for Wednesday the 7th. For 7 people? Um, it's for 4 people. 
for people when Wednesday at 6 p.m. Oh, actually, we need to for like after like five people. For people, for people, you can come. How long is the wait usually to uh, be seated? For when tomorrow or weekday or? <laughs> for next Wednesday, uh, the seventh. Oh no, it's not too busy. It's, it's, you can come for four people, okay? Oh, I gotcha. Thanks. Bye bye. Oh, that's a real that was a real call. We have many of these examples. Where the... no, that's, yeah. That's like, that, none of that is cool. Crazy, right? Like, none, none of that is cool. That is that is not bueno. That is not acceptable in my eyes. Right. And, and that's why people... It, well, it wasn't acceptable to a lot of people. Because they want to know if they're speaking to a human being or to a robot. They don't want to, they, they, they feel like there's just something that's taken away from me having a conversation with someone and say I develop some rapport, right? Mm-hmm. Come to find out, oh, it was just a Google Assistant. Do you know how many people would be, I would be, I'd feel weird about that. So they tried a few things after, this was in, back in 2018, so they tried a couple things you know, uh, making it to where there is an announcement before the call. This is a Google Assistant preceded by, uh, hey, hi, how's it going? Uh, this guy, I'd like to make a reservation. So it completely negates the point of trying to make the AI sound like a human being. Right? You can just... You just have it say, this is a call from a Google Assistant. Hello, this is Google Assistant. We would like to make an appointment. You know, it would do something like that, which is, which is most likely where things will be within the next couple of years. But you could see how advanced the technology is and how they could make it sound like a real human being by adding um and uh and... It just it seems so and that's what they're that's what they showed three years ago. That's what they showed three years ago. You know that they've been they were working on that for four to five years before that at a oh, yeah. minimum. And they're just showing you, okay, now it's perfected to the point where you know we can we can go ahead and go live with this. Well, what else what else is there that they haven't gone live with or they're like maybe we can't go live with this now because you know we're giving you the stuff that we had back in the nineties. And then we're going to roll it out so that we can then go ahead and make money off of the entire way through. I mean, it it's it's disturbing. I in, in it is, but in this country, country, it's all about capitalism and how do we make money and how can we keep the oligarchs, you know, satisfied? And it's through this capitalist type of society that we continue to run that this cyclical society of planned obsolescence and keep the consumers consuming is by pandering to their self-conscious and delivering these technologies that we think are profound but are in reality a, a means with which we can be free-range chickens and that's what i think society fails to recognize now am i going to go run off to ruby ridge and start my own compound with no electricity and no i'm i mean i 
I use I use the technology that's that's advancing and being provided to me, but at least I'm aware of it. And I think every I think more people should become aware of it. And I think most people are, but they just don't care and they think they have nothing to hide. So so here's another part of AI that is has really freaking me out currently. Um and that's uh Jordan Peele about three years ago, he used AI to fake his way into being President Obama on a PSA. Yep. And you can you can see a bunch of these examples, you know, on the on the internet. Just put AI. Yeah, deep fakes. Deep fakes. Deep, yeah, deep yeah. fakes. And they're they're nearly flawless. And and those are just the cheap programs that you know are are out there. I'm sure there's programs that are completely flawless at this point. Um, you can never get the mannerisms of the face correct. You can sure as hell get the face correct. And if you're a good, you know, impersonator, you can get the mannerisms so close that it doesn't matter. I mean, I know oh, yeah. my facial expressions change on any given month or any given week. There's a TikTok of a guy that does Tom Cruise. And he is almost like almost a splitting image of Tom Cruise as a celebrity impersonator. But he still has to put on a wig. And he still has to put on sunglasses. But otherwise, the facial structure and everything else is, is spot on. It sounds like him, everything. And this company uses the deep fake neural network technology to have him do these ridiculous TikTok videos of him doing cartwheels and really cool tricks to make you think that it isn't a deep fake. Like he took off his shirt in one video. And was talking the whole time. And that's a really difficult thing to replicate with deep fakes because you've got that transition when you're pulling the shirt over the face that can't be, you have to make sure it's seamless. But it's a TikTok that's got like 300,000 views. And a lot of these people think it's legitimately Tom Cruise. You can look it up on, on Google and you could see these and it blows you away. Absolutely blows you away. I would encourage you to do it. Um, but you're absolutely right. You know, when do we draw the line? Because in a court of law, when can something like that be admissible in court? And when can't it be? When you, you say, well, the camera doesn't lie, now we're at the point where you're having to recruit forensic experts in the art of Neuro, like neuro AI. network AI, and with Moore's law and the exponential growth towards the singularity, how do you keep a forensic expert like that up to date with all the nuances and the constant changes going on? You can't. And I've, I even so there was a documentary on YouTube about it, and they interviewed one of these forensic experts and he said there's no way for us to know for sure but you have to you have to become an expert in body language you have to become an expert in the way that the actual person moves their eyes it's like what uh handwriting experts used to be yep but now you have to do it for hand movements and eye movements and 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 vocal movements and tonalities and everything it's becoming ridiculous to the point where you can't even submit something like that in a court of law but but on a long enough timeline, and and here 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 it goes to 
my view of AI, um, you know, once you achieve that, once you can fake being a human being, once you can go ahead, if you can fake being a human being, you can go ahead and, and manipulate human beings because human beings listening to other, listen to other human beings. So um, there's a there was a case uh, with Joe Biden recently um, where his hand went through. He was talking to a bunch of reporters and his hand went through a microphone. Um, did you hear about this? No, I haven't heard that. No. So, so Joe Biden, I'm looking it up, Joe Biden. Um, bingo, 56 seconds. But I'm not surprised. Yeah. And, and so it's a, it's a, the, the thought is, is that it was a green screen, um, or it was a, or it was something along those lines. I'm not giving two views, but got it. Um, I'll talk through it. So the, the thought is, is that it was a green screen or, or, or something of that effect. Now, if you can green screen the president or green screen Hillary Clinton or green screen President Bush or, or President Trump, et cetera. If you can do that, then what the hell is going to stop you from doing anything else you want to do? You know, like it, I'm watching the video through. here. Yeah. See his hand go through the, the microphone. No, no, no. I'm watching him walk right now. Ooh, ooh, oh, that's bizarre. Yeah, that was that was like, on a like, like the microphone was behind his hand almost. Like the microphones didn't exist. That the microphones were superimposed over Biden speaking. Yeah. Correct. And so that's an obvious green screen. Somewhere. Green screen or there or they put that in there. Now those two microphones, that was on national news. That Look was at CNN. that. CNN, bro. So so if that if you know then that's just a glitch in the matrix. So is now is it possible that is it is it possible that we have the ability or there is the ability to completely fake out a president, fake out a prime minister, fake out Vladimir Putin? If that's the case, then I mean I mean that would be one hell of a charade though, you know, because uh, a lot of people need to be able to see the president. And yeah. uh you get you get key you get key doing it or key you know, key and peel doing it um nearly flawless with with uh Barack Obama you know you have somebody you have an impersonator watch you know five thousand hours of Biden you know four hundred hours of Biden and then you have a speech modulator and boom done you mm -hmm. ka you win and that's that's another danger of AI um and it, and it, it snowballs from there. So computers can can decide where you go, what you do, how you do it, where you do it. Basically, the future of your life. You have computers that can fake being somebody. You have computers mm -hmm. that can be your best friend. Like the thing I showed I showed you earlier, Moxie, mm -hmm. that little horrific robot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, no, it's it's like it's like a computer overlord. So if you don't know what Moxie is, Moxie's AI for your kid. And it's a robot that has arms and it has a head, doesn't have feet, has a speaker. And it, it, it says, hey, you know, would you read me a story? And then it interacts with the kid reading the story. It interacts with your child drawing drawings. It interacts with your child doing whatever. And so you have this AI that's teaching your child how to react and how to act with other kids. And that's like, it's horrific. Uh, under the guise of, of it teaching your child positive um reinforcing 
interaction and it teaches the kid how to draw you know sweet things and write lovely notes to your family and you know it 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 reminds me of a black mirror episode the the one in season five with miley cyrus you have to check it out it's ridiculous have you seen any of the black mirror episodes hollis this is the first time i ever heard of it so you know oh my god oh my god it's on netflix and you watch tv don't act like you don't so if you if you were to watch Black Mirror, I mean, just start from the beginning. It is like the AI uh, Nostradamus. It's insane. And it, it, if you watch anything on Netflix, watch Black Mirror, dude. Oh my! Watch one episode of Black Mirror. I'll send you. <clears throat> I'll start it. I'll I'll start it. You know, oh, it's it's, it's creepy, time. scary, ridiculous. You either love it or you want to shut it off and never look at it again. It, it it's just completely far out. It's insane. Um, but they talk about the controversies of, of of social media. They talk about how, like, one episode is about how your entire life is designated based on your um, social media status. And if it drops below a certain amount of points, similar to what's going on in China, like you have this like social, hmm, yeah, social credit score. And, and if you yeah. don't think that's here, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. People getting fired for being on Facebook, people getting fired for having their locations, people getting fired for, you know, saying something online, people getting fired for just typing something and then erasing it and never sending it online. I mean, you name it, it's it's there. That's horrific. Right. So on that note, <clears throat> what do you think, Hollis? Uh, should we leave it at that? Should we Should we ask the question... Um, you know, it, it, so, okay. So uh, let me ask you this. Is AI all about simulating human intelligence or is it, 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 it's like when I think of it, I'm thinking like in one hand, we can learn something about how to make machines solve problems, right? Which helps humans immensely. And I think that's important. And I think it, it's steering us in the right direction of getting us to a different evolutionary level of uh, human society because that's where we're going as 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 an intelligent sentient being. Um, we I don't believe we should be living in caves. I don't believe we should be in huts. I, I believe we are meant to conquer the universe, I believe we are meant to travel through other other galaxies, and I believe we are meant to spread out. That's my that's my opinion. Um, but then on the other hand, most of the work in AI involves studying the problems that the world presents to intelligence rather than studying like people or animals. So you know, at some point, they're going to have an AI that will tell government agencies where to allocate resources. Yep. There's not enough water in this area of the country. We need to take water from this place and put it here. And it sort of has a shift to it, like a, what a, like a quote, resource type of, of based society. Um, there was a guy named Jacques Fresco who passed away recently. And 
for those of you familiar with the uh, zeitgeist movement um peter joseph had the zeitgeist movement up he was a big fan of uh like the venus project is what it was called and jacques fresco's idea of a uh cashless governmentless society that was ran by robot ai that essentially acted as a barometer of the world's resources and allocated everything accordingly and all the difficult jobs that people didn't want to do was done by ai and all the jobs that people did want to do was done by human beings and everything was essentially on loan at a library and there was a lot of controversy with that but you know what what do you think about iq do computers have iq or is that or is that based on um is that based on intelligence in children as they develop? And then where do you look at the ratios? You know, it goes on and on and on. And I'm not a, I'm not a Harvard expert in AI, but there's a lot of questions to be asked with this. So what, what do you think? Should we, should we delve into our research for another week and have a second episode? Or, or do you think we, we should leave it at that and ask the audience what, they, what, what do they think about AI? And how, how does AI affect their world? I, I I think we can I think there's more to talk about, but I also think that I can I can see much in my piece right about meow. Um AI in the short run is a beautiful golden thing. AI makes our lives easier, AI will build stuff for us, AI will go ahead and take out all those jobs that we don't like or want. Then we're going to have a bunch of useless people on this planet that truly have no use. Do you want you or a family member to be someone who has no use and all that goes with that? And what goes with that is they, since they're no longer useful, then there's no reason for them to be around. They become a useless eater. Eventually, someone or something is going to nip that in the bud. And that may be you. My view of AI is simple love it for right now we need to put immediate fast hardcore breaks on it because mm-hmm. on a long enough timeline not now not year you know maybe five years maybe 10 years maybe a thousand ai is going to get to the point where it says bye bye humans or ai is going to get to the point where humans can say bye bye humans hell that might be right now with with what's going on right now i'll um, be back and then and yeah or or you know, COVID. <laughs> it's skynet yeah. Or COVID. Um, and so you don't want that. You want everything until it hits that. And because you can't stop that, we have to stop it now. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Um, it it's, it's, it's too dangerous. And I think the best example of this is the book that I'm going to suggest you read, especially on this topic, because this is the actual well-thought-out result of an AI takeover. And that book is Dune by Frank Herbert. <laughs> Dune. <laughs> yeah. And Dune, and Dune is is the original book, you know, is what ha- what is going on 10,000 years after the Butelia Jihad. Um, and that is really, truly what will happen is everything is nice and wonderful. Everything goes great. And then AI says, fuck you. And that's it. And it worked. It worked great for thousands of years. Got them interstellar travel. Got them this. Got them that. Got them everything. 
and then it was a galaxy wide you know hellscape of battles and fights and planets getting nuked etc 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 read dune. i can't believe read. i haven't read dune yet read his oh, prequels max max god you know max max duggins right um uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. just up there a couple weeks ago playing yeah. uh, Civilizations with you, your wife, him, his wife. Yep. Do you do you do you think he's a reader? No. No, he's like you. Mowgli from Jungle Book. He's the guy that can swing from tree branch to tree branch yeah. and do a backflip into a river uh, fifty feet off the ground. But yeah, go ahead. he read he read Dune in a week and a half, and I just went ahead and gave him the next two books because he's going to finish those in the next two weeks um you got to read the series man i have i have all of them i'll get them i'll get i'll get the first one on audible cool. I'll, I'll i'll read it i'll read it but, ladies but, and gentlemen we have doom as our as our selected uh book recommendation for the week mm-hmm. and um i i you know i i think i should hold my opinion until the next episode because i believe that that is something that can certainly happen uh i i also believe that there are a lot of attributes to where we're at right now you know alan turing or alan turing who is considered to be the forefather the 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 father of modern artificial intelligence he was the one that created the Enigma machine um, discussed conditions for considering a machine to be intelligent. Quote, he argued that if the machine could successfully pretend to be human to a knowledgeable observer, then you certainly should consider it intelligent. This test would satisfy most people, but not all philosophers. This is in regards to the Turing test that we use today to determine whether or not something is an artificial intelligence uh this test would satisfy most people but not all philosophers the observer could interact with the machine and a human by teletype to avoid requiring that the machine imitate the appearance or voice of the person all right and the human would try to persuade the observer that it was human and the machine would try to fool the observer although the turing test is a one-sided test this is where we're at today. Yeah, we are. Weak, we're at weak level of AI. Everything we see, everything we experience, everything that we encounter is weak AI. It's the simple form of AI. It's even the neural networks, the, you know, the chatbots that help with wellness, that help with you know, uh, did you have your yoga today? It's time for your, or the, like for me, I have my Google assistant wakes me up and then it plays the, the news. It plays the weather, plays some music before I'm even awake. It does that as like my alarm. And then, you know, it, there's so many weak forms of AI that benefit that, that are beneficial to us on a day-to-day basis. But what I have to say about, tonight's conversation is that it's been extremely thought-provoking and i am overwhelmed with gratitude to have you here this evening with me hollis and ladies and gentlemen we had a we i personally had a phenomenal 
phenomenal five days with this gentleman. Yeah, big time. Up in the woods, up in the mountains, with no one around us, no electricity, cooked our food over the fire. We had one ever, night. We, are we ever going to release that podcast? Um, I, I don't that. know. <laughs> you don't know. That might be uh, down the line when, uh, as, a, as a bonus podcast, but that we recorded a podcast that night about... Um, <laughs> about about COVID-19 and uh, I don't want this I don't want this uh, podcast to be too controversial or too over the top right now I think our uh, our audience base I don't know maybe we should just start to get really controversial maybe we should just start really getting over the top and see what happens well let's see if we get shut down on platforms if you're if you're serious, we'll do COVID next. <laughs> God, we'll do we'll do COVID next. And I haven't gotten the vaccine. My mother has the vaccine. My grandmother has the vaccine. So he's against it. I look at it as a tool right now to get the word out and to uh, you know get people on board with the In Between the Record podcast with myself and Hollis. Hollis, do you have any last words for the audience this week? Uh, well, if my mom listened, I'd say, hi, mom. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, thank you guys for listening in. And uh, you people that listen in every single time, you guys rock. Um, it's really nice to know that we have people that listen to us from all walks of life. And uh, yeah, I think we're having a conversation on AI. And I got one for you coming up soon, John, that you're going to absolutely despise. So... <laughs> Hey, listen, Rome wasn't built in a day, and most popular podcasts took like 20 or 30 episodes before they started getting some momentum. So we're on episode nine. Yep. And I can't, can't wait to see you next time. Yep, yep. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Thank you.